Podcast. This is Matt Chalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava, and today is Wednesday, September 8th, 2021. It has been a busy day, and it has been a day where I feel like I didn't get a lot accomplished. And I feel like so often when we set out to do something and then we let everything else kind of creep in, we experience kind of what's known as project creep, where things are creeping in on you and you're really getting distracted on things that are not your main focus on a project. And that's kind of similar to each day. I mean, each day, if you think about it, it's kind of like its own individual little project and you're trying to accomplish a certain goal and you usually are supposed to have an idea of what you want to get done that day. And if you let other things distract you and take you away from that, you're going to be struggling. And so that's kind of what I had today. I I got up early. I got up at about, I think, 5.30. So it was a little bit earlier than than I have been getting up. My target is 4, so it's still really late. But slowly but surely, I'm making it. So I got up at 5.30. I did the Miracle Morning routine. I lifted from 6 to about 6.45, and then I went on a run, came back. And as I was stretching out, I saw that there was some items getting ready to restock and so I went on and I started setting up my bot and I got that all set up and then sure enough things started restocking I had my bot running I checked out a bunch of items a lot of them got canceled but a significant amount of them stuck so I was happy about that I'm excited to get those in I think that I'm going to probably make a decent amount on them I can't really talk about what they are because it is a pretty decent lead for some groups and I don't really want to spoil what they're putting out there because it is helpful for me and a bunch of others and there's a reason why I pay for it but it was it was really awesome to hit that release that being said I didn't get started with my day until around 8 30 I don't think and so 8 30 I went and had breakfast and then got showered and pretty soon I was getting ready for a Nike release and the Nike Sakai Fragment Nike collab that was coming out in the Waffles those were supposed to come out today. Uh, I think they were the Vapor Waffles. And they didn't come out. They never released. And I was wondering what was going on. It was getting up until probably about 10 o'clock. And I looked at my phone and it said releasing in, I don't know, 10 minutes. I think it was like 9.50. And then I looked on my computer and it said releases 9.15. And I was like, what in the world is going on here? This one says that it's releasing in 10 minutes. This other one says it's releasing next Wednesday. And at some point, either today or yesterday, I guess they switched it, and I don't know if it didn't update on my phone, or if I just didn't hear about it or what. I couldn't see anybody saying anything about it on Discord or on Twitter, so I'm guessing it must have happened either overnight or yesterday or at a point where I just completely missed the notification. So that was something that happened that switched up my game plan for the day. I ended up calling a couple places down in Florida to just talk about apartments. That's going to be a difficult thing for me. I don't really know... I haven't really ever had to look for apartments before. When I lived at school, we had apartments on campus. It was pretty easy to get into them, or at least it was easy to, once you had one secured, it was super simple. You didn't really have to do a whole lot of searching. It was just there. And then when I found an apartment down for my internship when I lived in Charlotte, it was, my dad did a lot of it, which was super helpful, but now I'm going, okay, how do I do this? Because I want to be able to do it on my own. I know that he or a lot of people in my family would help me. It's just I want to be able to do it because it's it's a useful skill to be able to look for housing and be able to find something and, and go through that process. So it's something I'm not looking forward to, but it is something that I need to do. And I've been trying to find apartments. I haven't had a lot of luck. And a lot of the places I was looking today just didn't seem like they were great places. And so I was trying to figure out what's that balance between how much I want to pay, how nice of a place I want to be at, and 
how I don't know like just just everything with that I mean I don't need a super nice place I also don't want it to be like a slummy place like that would not be ideal because I have a lot of inventory I'd rather not get it stolen so that's like something I've been trying to balance and then the other thing is I'm gonna have to look for a job at some point if I decide to go that route which I think is probably a good idea just for health insurance and for looking for housing and stuff like that for that sake but it's not something that I'm looking forward to right now either because I'm really enjoying being self-employed. It's just, it's not as as money-making as my engineering job was because my business isn't at that place yet. I, I specifically left my job in order to grow my business a lot and because I think there is the opportunity for this quarter, these last three quarters of the year to make as much as I would have at my engineering job. So I figured, okay, why not just take the three months if I'm gonna make as much as I can why not to dedicate that time fully to the business, grow the business, put some more systems in place. That's kind of been my mindset through the whole thing. So that's what I had going today. It was a lot. And by 1130, I was like all kind of out of whack. I'd been talking to apartment people. I didn't really focus on anything this morning. And I realized, okay, it's 1130. I need to go ship some stuff. So I ran out to the to Dollar General and to the advanced, I think it was advanced auto and a couple of like a lot of Dollar Generals do FedEx, a lot of advanced auto. I think it's advanced. Yeah, they do. They do the, um, the UPS partner program. So they, they'll pick up stuff from UPS or UPS, I guess will pick up stuff from them to take to their shipping facility. So I utilize those a lot because they're a lot closer to me. I dropped that stuff off and then I went and I picked up a couple things and I had to go do a little bit of running around just for family stuff that I wasn't planning on, but I talked to my dad because one of the things I'd had delivered to where he works and he was like, well, if you could pick these up on the way home, I'd appreciate it. So I stopped and picked those up, got home, had some inventory delivered in that time. So I unpacked it, got it photo, got it photographed, uploaded the photos to Dropbox, sent a message to my VA saying, hey, these are all ready to go. Can you list these tonight? And then I did a little bit of critiquing with the stuff that she's done she does a really great job I'm super thankful for her. I'm thinking about giving her a raise because honestly she's done so well and I don't want to like penny pinch her she like she does a phenomenal job I I am really stoked with how well she's been working and there's little things that I like to tweak here and there like things like when she was doing my shoes she was really really mispricing shoes but she knows that I like to be on the middle to lower end of pricing and with shoes, it's a whole different ballgame. I mean, shoes are so different. There is different pricing per size. There's different pricing per colorway. And it's very difficult sometimes to figure it out because you can just type it into eBay. But what if that shoe is so rare that it hasn't sold in the last 30 or 90 days? And now if you're looking at 365 days and it sold maybe, I don't know, nine months ago, the price could have completely changed by then. We saw that happen just this year. A lot of shoes tanked in price. Some shoes rose in price. It's very difficult to figure that out. Like, Kobe and the fact that they're not making his shoes anymore did raise the price of some of his shoes. So if you're trying to look at prices from a year ago, when some of these shoes that I have released, they're going to be vastly different than what they are today. And so it's been something I've been trying to teach her. And finally, I made a video of it. I didn't realize that I hadn't made a video of how to do this. And I was kind of looking through. I was like, okay, I made how to list sneakers. And I realized I never covered the pricing in the video. I just said, you know how to price, how to price things. So it's pretty similar. And that was such a stupid thing to say because pricing shoes is not the same like I just covered. And so I went through and I, I basically walked her through how I do sneaker pricing, which is pretty simple. I use eBay and StockX. But for her, I gave her a site called Suplexed, S-U-P-L-E-X-E-D. And just type that into Google. You can look that up. 
they basically aggregate they aggregate all of eBay, GOAT, Stadium Goods, and I, they used to do eBay before I think eBay started cutting out third-party distributors, but or third-party software and stuff like that. I don't know if they still do eBay or not, but at one point they did where they would show current sales prices for new shoes in like per size and it's extremely helpful because you can look at the highest asks and the highest offers for each size on the site very very helpful to kind of get a great idea and i said hey if this shoe is not selling very often go use this site if you're confused or you're maybe not sure you just want to double check go use the site very helpful and she repriced three pairs of shoes that I had listed and actually four pairs and I had already listed them with my price and this was a great she can't see what I have listed but she can only see the drafts so I went and listed the shoes that she had anyway but before I did that I made a copy of all the drafts that she did and I just had her go back and just reprice each of them and then I compared them afterwards to my to my pricing and for like a 400 to 500 pair of shoes for her to go from being a hundred dollars off to only like five to ten dollars off of what I priced him at is a huge jump for me like I'm not going to tweak that at all because if ten bucks is what it takes to sell the shoe faster fine like I'm not I'm not concerned about ten dollars I am concerned about losing one-fifth of the selling price on a five hundred dollar pair of shoes when she's off by a hundred bucks because she's using the wrong data I'm not concerned about losing ten bucks ten bucks is ten bucks I don't have a bunch of five hundred dollar pairs of shoes it's not going to kill me so I was pumped about that she did a great job I told her she did a great job I tweaked a couple things that she was doing just because I said, hey, it was really only one thing. She was pricing, she would do a lot of like 450.99 instead of 449.99. And $449 just looks so much better to a buyer than 450 bucks. I mean, these, these like when you're doing a whole like 10, like a, a number ending in a zero is kind of how I put it. You want to put the number before it that ends in a nine. So for 440 bucks, instead of 440.99, I did four four. 439 or instead of uh 520 i just did 519 like this is how i do things it looks better to the buyer and i explained that to her she said that makes a lot of sense i'll totally do it that way no problem like she's doing a great job i'm pumped about that that honestly is going super well and i check occasionally on what her pricing is but honestly i kind of have in my mind a running total of what things are currently priced at i'll list stuff and and see what, how it goes and i check up on some higher price things some lower price things are just easier to remember so I, I do a quick glance if she did a good job on the pricing I list it and I think everybody needs to go through the process of hiring a VA there are people that are running these businesses full-time without a, a VA and that is crazy to me I cannot believe people do their own listing because and I'm not trying to talk down about those people like kudos to them for being able to do it but the amount of time you'd save I did a whole month of having a VA do all my listings for me an entire month granted it took june july for me to set that up because i one sucked at it and two i did not know the power of videoing what i was doing and i did not have a process to video and then those were the two things creating a process that's repeatable is the the legwork it is the grunt work to making a to getting a va to do something because you need to be able to make something so that they can understand it they often come from a different background different language barrier type of thing and you're trying to explain to them how I do my process and here's how you need to be able to do it every time and you may make changes on the fly because it's your it's maybe for bookkeeping it's your spreadsheet or maybe for you making a listing you just know the item because you bought it and so you have all this background information they don't they they live in a different country they only have photos they only have the information you gave them and that's it and 
for me, it's trying to adapt to those things. And, and it makes it so difficult if you don't have a repeatable process for a VA for you to be able to outsource that. But once you can get those things down, I mean, I did an entire month, August, the entire month of August. Now, I didn't have a ton of listings, but I did a decent amount more than I normally would just because I was I was busy with some things. But I, I, I you know, I ended up sourcing a little bit. And I think I had her do 34, 35 listings. If you just take in let's say 34 35 listings i think that that's about five to ten minutes a listing okay so she saved me somewhere between if you 35 so 350 minutes or half of that would be 175 minutes right she saved me somewhere between two and a half hours to like five and a half hours okay she saved me a little more three hours to five and a half hours is what she saved me okay in time I paid her $12 and $12. I paid her $12 for it, okay? And some people may sit there and go, wow, that's that's terrible. Like, how could you pay somebody that? That's what she asked for. I, I gave her what she asked for and that's what she asked for me for. And I'm honestly considering giving her a raise because like that's good work that she's doing. And if I value my time at more than $3 an hour, why would I not outsource that? And that's relatively what I'm paying. I mean, I paid her, I think, $12 like $12 for somewhere between three to to almost six hours of work. So, so she's making somewhere between four bucks an hour to two bucks an hour, depending on how fast she's getting these listings done. Like that for me makes a lot of sense. But for her, it also makes sense because there's jobs over in the Philippines where you'll work all day and go home with, with 10, 12 bucks. And that's just not like, that's terrible, right? 10 to $12 for a day of work. And you could go make that in a few hours of work on eBay. I mean, she didn't do a ton of work for me, but she did enough that took a lot off of my plate. It took a lot of, it put a lot more on eBay for me to list and I made a bunch more sales because of it. And for me, that sort of thing is invaluable. That sort of thing is is super, super helpful for having when you're running an eBay business because it's it's just a, it's a value swap. I mean, what how much money do you wanna make? And if you have a task that you can send to somebody else you can outsource to them for two to five dollars an hour. Don't you value your time more than that? Don't you want to make more than two to five dollars an hour? Because essentially what you're saying is, I don't want to outsource this task to that person. I want to do the task. The task is worth two to five dollars an hour. I want to do that. And so essentially you are contributing two dollars to five dollars an hour to your business for the time you're doing that task and that means as the business owner you are essentially making two to five dollars an hour on your time that's terrible that is under minimum wage you are what you're doing is illegal i mean it's not actually illegal but if you think about it you can't even pay somebody that you can't even pay somebody five bucks an hour in the u.s to do what you're doing and you're the business owner why wouldn't you outsource that? Why wouldn't you find somebody to do that for you? There's plenty of people. Go on onlinejobs.ph. Go on Upwork. Find somebody. There are so many people out there. And if you make a mistake, the worst thing is if you make a mistake, you may, if you go on onlinejobs.ph, you hire somebody, it takes, I think it's $70 to set it up and then you're good for a month and then you can cancel the membership. You still can stay in touch with the person. It's basically them doing it as a one-time fee to be able to contact and connect people from the US and the Philippines. And so you, you may be out 70 bucks, but look how much you'll learn. And if not, you wanna to go to Upwork, it's free, okay? If you pay them through Upwork, it's still free. They're charging the person you are paying 20%. 
okay? They are making their money on the person that is coming to Upwork and getting work, okay? You essentially are the buyer on eBay. The buyer does not pay the the final value fee. The, the seller pays that. And essentially, the person is selling their time on Upwork to you, the buyer, who is paying them, buying their time to do a task. And so you're not getting charged on Upwork. A lot of people will have you do PayPal off of Upwork and stuff just because it saves them money and fees. It saves you money. Like, that makes sense. I'll do that. I don't care. Like, but for these people, you are providing a great service for them to be able to have them come in and make 12 bucks in three hours of work versus 12 bucks in eight to 12 hours of work. And for you, you are outsourcing a task that costs two to five dollars an hour to make to do. You are paying that to somebody else so that you're not valuing your time at two to five dollars an hour. And what you do in a business is you take those tasks that are low value tasks. And this is what I've been trying to do is record down what I've done every day. And I've done a terrible job of it, but I'm still at least trying to get a lot of it written down. And I'm going to reevaluate it at the end of the week and say, how much would I place as value on this? And what could I probably pay somebody else to do this for me? And chances are what I'm looking at today, setting up a bot, getting this stuff prepared with this, going in and reorganizing this thing on my calendar. Like so, so stupid, so dumb. Like the, the amount of this stuff that I could outsource and pay somebody else to do for very cheap is so, so much greater. And the stuff that I could contribute to my business that would make me way more money, sourcing, learning how to to create a a wealth of new inventory that's coming in based on new leads. I mean, what I did today, an hour of my time today, which was maybe the best hour of my day that I spent actually getting things done. I took that chart that I had yesterday or two days ago that I talked to you about where I said for X amount of dollars, I want to be able to sell it on eBay for this amount. And based on, and I took that, I based it on the eBay fee calculator that I found on online. It was updated as of August, 2021. So I know it was current. And I basically took how much profit I was going to make based on buy cost and sell cost and how much I sold it for and figured out what I wanted to make based on those and then decided, okay, that's my that's my average sale. So if you're not understanding this, for a $10 item, I found out that I wanted to sell it at $50 on eBay. For a $20 item, I found out I wanted to sell it for around $65. For a $30 item, I think I found out I wanted to sell it at about $75. Okay, those sorts of things really like I, I made a chart of those all the way out to a hundred bucks and then from a hundred to five hundred bucks I also made like in in sets of a hundred so a hundred two hundred three hundred four hundred five hundred I also figured out okay for a hundred dollar item I need to sell it at, at least a hundred and sixty five dollars okay like these are the way I broke it out and then all I did is I made I went on Excel and you can it's very easy look up a tutorial on how to do this make that chart and then you can make that that chart that I'm telling you right now, and then make a graph, a scatter plot based on those numbers. And it's relatively easy to do. It's very simple. But essentially, what you can do with that scatter plot is this is getting way way over our heads here. But you can make a line that that goes through all the points, and it'll give you an equation. You can use that equation to figure out what you want to sell each item for at each price. So what am I saying here? Well, basically, I used Excel to figure out when I plug in item A in this box here to say it's going to be bought for 65 bucks. In the other box, it pops out how much I need to be able to sell it for on eBay. And that is so helpful because essentially what I can do is I can talk to a VA and say, hey, ma'am, all I need you to do is go look at eBay's Terapeak for these item leads that you're finding. 
I want you to see what they're selling for, get a good idea of what they can sell for, then plug in the buy cost to this Excel sheet and see what the amount that I need to sell it for to work for my business is. If that amount, so let's say it's a $100 item that they're trying to buy, if the and $164 is what I need to sell it for, if on Terrapeak it says the average sale price is $150, no go, we're not doing it. If on Terrapeak it says the average sale price is $168, it's a full send because $164 is what I need to sell it at for a $100 buy cost. On eBay, I need to sell it for $164. On eBay, it's currently selling for $168. I can easily see that. It is easily repeatable. I But it took me an hour to figure all this out and to go through it, and then I made a sheet for them to be able to put in what the item was and the SKU and the link and the Terrapeak link and all this kind of stuff for me to go back and look at when they find good items. But this is what I'm having them do, and that was probably the best hour of my day. Why did I just tell you all that? Because half of, the, half of you probably won't even care. The reason I'm telling you that and this circle back to the whole thing is that when you are running a business and when you are when you are doing things within a business, you want to align what you're doing day to day, week to week, month to month. You want it to align with where you're going and you want it to be high value, high high reward tasks that you're doing. You don't want to be doing the small things. It's great when you're bootstrapping. It's great when you're starting out, but ultimately your business needs to be moving in a direction of, hey, these tasks that I could easily outsource for two to five bucks, I need to figure out how to get those outsourced. That way I can work on the tasks that make me 10 to 20 bucks and then I can outsource those and then I can work on 20 to $30 and then 30 to $40, 40 to 50, 50 to 100, 100 to 200 and pretty soon you are making a lot of money in your business and that seems unfathomable for people to make 100 to $200 an hour but people out there do it and, and if they can do it, we can do it. So what I'm saying is we need to figure out how to progress in our business and the way to do that is through being able to outsource these low value tasks so we can focus our time on higher value tasks and objectives. So anyway, hopefully that helps you out. Hopefully that can be something that encourages you and, and gets you to make a little bit more money, maybe puts you in the direction of getting a VA. If you need any help with any of this, just hit me up on Instagram. I'd love to help you out. And if I don't get back to you right away, just keep tagging me. Eventually I'll see it. So anyway, with that being said, I'm going to go. You guys have a great rest of your Wednesday and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.